0: Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com.
1: Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.
0: Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place
2: you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? ha! in my dentist's office.
2: More than once, actually.
0: Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes.
2: Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: I never win and tell.
2: Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: The Cricket Badger Podcast with Cricket 365. The Cricket World Cup 2019. Afghanistan, Australia, Bangladesh, England, India, New Zealand, Pakistan, South Africa, Sri Lanka, West Indies. Let's pick the bones out of this tournament. With your host, James Butler. Cricket 365 Zolly Fisher. And German state cash Shiva sub
3: Hi, everybody, welcome to the first edition of the Cricket Badger World Cup 2019 podcast in association with Cricket 365. We'll be recording this podcast every single week throughout the World Cup, and firing mishaps, it will be the same three voices you hear in each edition. I'm James, and I'll be joined by our second slip, Ollie from Cricket 365. How are you, sir?
2: Very good, thank you, mate.
3: And our third man in the field for this one is cricket journalist, Akash. How are you? I'm good, James. How about you? I'm okay, thank you. I'm very, very excited about this World Cup ahead. What a time to be alive this is. The World Cup gets underway tomorrow. I've been looking forward to this for some time now. It seems like an eternity before it's uh, come around and become reality. And it'll be gone in a flash, as all good things are. So save every second out there. And it's time to put our uh, squad selections, all the hypothesising, to bed All these warm-up matches that have been littering our schedule for the last two or three weeks, they can go as well. We're going to get some real action on the cricket pitch. How excited are you, Ollie Fisher, about this World Cup?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Very, very excited. Obviously, it's the start of a monumental summer of cricket here in England. Um, We've got the World Cup on home soil, which we're favourites for, and we've got a really, really good side to be excited about. And then, obviously, we've got the Ashes after that, so it's probably the
1: biggest summer of cricket in in my lifetime. And Akash, this is a, a summer to die for as a cricket fan, isn't it? I think it's a big, big summer. 44 years after the first World Cup, cricket World Cup has finally come back to the country where it belongs to. And, surprisingly or not, England are favourites going into this World Cup. So I think it's it's really exciting to look at what we've got in store. Let's get some ground rules down. The format of this podcast is going to be the same every
3: single week as we go through the World Cup. We'll look back at the week just gone, and then we'll make our predictions on the week to come. And to add a little bit of rivalry, we're going to have a running tally of our successful shouts as we go through this World Cup. We're going to put up some bets and we'll make our predictions for every match coming up in the week ahead. As we have no cricket to look back on in this preview, we're going to make some tournament predictions to start with, guys. And there are quite a few points. We're going to have that mythical cricket badger pounds or points or whatever we're going to stake. We've got 100 to spend today. And there's a real opportunity here because there's some big prices. We're going to use the Paddy Power bets from their website. And as we go through this world cup you could pretty much get your match predictions wrong but if you get a couple of these right you've still got a chance of taking the big prize at the end of it there's going to be some more news on what i'm about to say to come but there's going to be a little bit riding on this challenge as well as we're all going to nominate a chosen charity and whoever wins at the end of the World Cup, whoever wins our little competition, will be able to send some money to a good cause. Enough of this preamble, chaps. Let's get straight into this. The winning team for the Cricket World Cup twenty nineteen. And let's have a look at the paddy power prices for the outright market. Who is going to win the World Cup? England seven to four. India are eleven to four. Australia three to one. South Africa nine to one. New Zealand 12 to 1, West Indies 18 to 1, Pakistan 22 to 1, and then Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, and Afghanistan are deemed the outsiders at 150 to 1 each. Akash, we're going to come to you first.
1: Who do you think is going to win this Cricket World Cup? It's shocking to see that South Africa has nine-by-one nine odds here because I think they are the favourites going into this World Cup. They have a really good chance of winning this World Cup. South Africa? Are you serious, yeah. man? Wow, well,
3: I wasn't expecting <laughs> that. Well, why what you base that one then on, Akash? Because you look at uh, the world rankings, you look at South Africa's performance in the World Cup down the years, they haven't got too much history. They've always been the bridesmaids.
1: I get that they've been dark horses. They have always made their way through the semis and the quarterfinals. They've failed it at the, the biggest stage. But I guess this year is the biggest, I think, above, by far, South Africa, the most complete sides going into this tournament. Look at the bowling. Every single bowler are in form. And the batting back to Plessy is leading the side in excellent form and condition. So I guess looking at all of it, looking at the overall conditions of the team, my, my personal bet is on South Africa to win this World Cup. Oli, then, you can go next. Akash has gone for South Africa. Who are you tipping?
2: Yeah, I respect Akash for going for sort of a left-field choice there off the bat. I think there are probably three more complete teams in this World Cup than South Africa. I think, obviously, England are favourites for a reason. I think they've probably got the, the best team on paper. Uh, with the deepest batting lineup, I think there are doubts though over the over our bowling and uh, ability to keep chasing big scores if we bowl first. But you know, even then, you've got the likes of Archer, Wood, Rashid, Curran, Plunkett, Work, Stokes, all those big names that should be able to get wickets. But for me, it's it's head and heart, and it, it boils down to the simple fact that it's England in a World Cup. And I just think they'll find a way to to stuff it up, just as they did sort of going into that Champions Trophy. So for that reason, I'm picking India. Obviously, all the fans that they have over here, it'll feel like a home tournament for them. They've got a batting order full of destructive players and probably arguably the best seam attack that will be present in the tournament. You can't rule out Australia either. I think they've got a very, very good side and and they're kind of being underpriced there a little bit. But yeah, I'm going to go with India.
3: India for you. It's South Africa for Akash and me. And there's 40 points, by the way, up for this. This is the main market. So 40 of our 100 points are going to go for the winning side in the World Cup. I'm going to pick England. And you mentioned head and heart. Both my head and my heart tell me this is England's tournament. If it was played on paper, England would win it. It's played on English soil. That also helps England, I think. The conditions will be in England's favour and they, as you say, Ollie, they're number one for a reason. They've been playing fantastic cricket over the last two or three years, led by Owen Morgan, who I think is the best captain in the competition. I just think the only thing that's going to beat England is themselves. If they play how they have over the last two years, I think Owen Morgan will be lifting the World Cup trophy on the 14th of July. So, Ollie, you're tipping India. Are all of your 40 points available going to go on India?
2: No, I, I think it's really hard to call, and I think that the four teams that make the, the semi-finals, whoever that might be, um, will probably all think they've got a, a decent chance of going on and, and winning two games and lifting the trophy. So for that reason, I've gone half my points on India, so 20 points on India, uh, 10 on England, and 10 on Australia, just to give it a bit of a spread. Look, are you going think... to split your point?
3: We're
1: going to get clever now, are we, Akash? You get right, it's, it's not just South Africa. Who else is there in this mix? <laughs> Let's go for the dark horses. So one... I'm going to split my bet into South Africa, New Zealand, and England. Okay, so how much of the 40 points are you putting on each one of those? On South Africa, it would be 20, and on England, 10, and New Zealand, 10.
3: Okay, for me, as I said, it's going to be England, and I'm putting all of my 40 on England. I think it's a winning bet, I'm happy to take a winning bet, even if it's slightly shorter odds than some of your picks there. Ollie, we've talked about who's going to win this competition. I I think if you look at the 10 teams turning up in England for this World Cup, you can probably rule out three, Afghanistan, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka, in terms of winning the event. But out of the other seven, there's quite a lot of healthy competition there. You've gone for India to actually lift the trophy. Who would be your other three semi-finalists?
2: Yeah, it is very hard to call. Um, there's some there's some very talented teams that are going to be here. It's it's a hard decision to do this, but um, my four semi-finalists are England, India, South Africa and Australia. It was pretty difficult to leave out both New Zealand and the West Indies who are both absolutely capable of, of each grabbing a spot in the top four. But I've basically gone for the four strongest lineups on paper and, and those who I think will adapt to the conditions best. So South Africa are the ones in that who have the most doubt, but with De Kock, De Plessis, and Rabada to here. They've got in, they've got enough there to get themselves over the line.
3: i same question to you. You've gone obviously for South Africa to win the event. Who are the other three that's going to make
1: up the semi-finalists? Well, oh, I'd absolutely agree with Ollie this time. I think it's going to be in England, India, Australia, and South Africa to make the semi-finals.
3: So I'm going I'm going a different route with this one. I picked England to win it. Obviously, I think India. I'd, I'd be massively surprised if England and India don't make. The semi-finals, at least of this competition, there is a market on Paddy Power for England and India to be the final of this event. That's the final that probably uh, a lot of people will be expecting. But sport doesn't necessarily work that way. It's a market I'd probably avoid. But my four semi-finalists to join England in the semi-final would be India. And I'm also taking West Indies and New Zealand. I think New Zealand are a fine side. They've obviously not got Brendan McCullum from four years ago when they made the final. a very, very good bowling attack and also some very good batsmen in there. So New Zealand to make the last four, along with West Indies. They can be Jekyll and Hyde. They can be absolutely atrocious. But they also, if they're firing, they can go big. They've got some big hitting batsmen and a bowling attack, which is okay. So I think the West Indies can get into that final four. So my final four, England, India, West Indies and New Zealand. Let's have a look, gentlemen, down towards the bottom end of the group phase and um, We've been talking about who's going to win it. We've been talking about who's making the semi-finals of this event. But who is going to finish bottom of the pile? Afghanistan are even money. Sri Lanka are nine to four. Bangladesh three to one. Pakistan sixteen to one. West Indies sixteens. New Zealand are forties. South Africa sixty to one. Australia two hundred. England five hundred. And India five hundred. Akash, we'll start with you.
1: Who is the bottom team of this World Cup? Well, with no real international experience, I'm just going with the safest bet, even Afghanistan. Oli, yeah. are you with the same opinion?
2: I am. I think it's perhaps a little bit harsh on Afghanistan. Um, obviously, they've got quite a bit of hype on them coming into this tournament. Uh, I think it is a toss-up between them and Sri Lanka, really. But I look at the list of teams, and I just don't see anybody who shouldn't be looking to, to be Afghanistan. Obviously, their strength is spin bowling. If the pitches don't turn, then they're going to find it very difficult, and they're going to get clobbered about by some some very good batting lineups But, you know, they might they might win a game or two and might get this completely wrong So I'm going to go eight on Afghanistan and two on Sri Lanka Right, OK, you're splitting your stake like that yeah.
3: i tell you what, gentlemen, I'm against you on this one I don't think Afghanistan finished bottom of this World Cup I think the value in this market is on Sri Lanka at 9-4 to four. Looking at Sri Lanka coming into this tournament They have got nothing to write home about whatsoever And Afghanistan, their rise to prominence on the world stage Has been absolutely superb Hollywood films have been made about less. They have a fighting quality within them They turn up with no expectations on their shoulders. I think they beat Sri Lanka. I think they probably even beat Bangladesh. And they will take a big scalp at some stage during this World Cup. They play England two days after England. Uh, sorry, India and Pakistan play at Old Trafford. It'll be a used pitch. Any side that has Rashid Khan in their bowling attack has a chance of winning a, ma- a cricket match. Afghanistan have got some very good players. have got some big hitters at the top of the order. They will surprise a few, I think, in this World Cup. They beat Pakistan in a warm-up game the other day. I can't take Afghanistan at even money to finish bottom. I'm taking Sri Lanka. All 10 units go on Sri Lanka at 9-4 to to finish bottom of World Cup 2019 group stage.
1: That's a risky bet, James. That's a risky bet.
3: All bets are risky. All bets <laughs> are risky, Akash. There's nothing like a dead cert. There's no such thing. <laughs>
0: The Cricket Badger Podcast is brought to you in association with Cricket365.com, their ethos. We love cricket and want to make the world love it as much as we do. Join them at Cricket365.com. Thank you very much to them for their support of the Cricket Badger Podcast. let's move
3: on in the markets then chaps and we'll have a look at the leading batsman in the competition for me this is going to be a batsman's tournament we're going to see some big runs see some big hitters I think the markets for the sixes is very interesting. You can go overs on that, I think, because there's going to be uh, records broken with uh, maximums in this competition. Let's run down the, the markets with Paddy Power. At the top of this market, because there's so many batsmen in this competition, But Virat Kohli, 8-1 to favourite, Johnny berto is 9-1, David Warner 10s, Gerrit is 11s, Jason Roy 12s, and Stephen Smith is 14s. You've got 10 points, Akash, to put on this punt.
1: Who do you think is going to be the leading run scorer? When I'm looking at conditions, it's not going to be in favour of Kohli, and it's going to be a tricky test for Kohli to get past the new ball. So my my safest bet would be for Stephen Smith. I think he's going to he's going to be the key for Australia this summer. So Stephen Smith 14 to one. Are you putting all 10 points on that? Yes,
3: all my 10 points on Steven Smith. Okay, right. Me next. I'm going to go with. Johnny Besto at nine to one. I think the England opener will have a, a stellar tournament. The England opening pair are the best two openers in the competition and I think Johnny Burstow is gonna come of age in this one. He's already come of age, but he's gonna get even older. Nine to one for him. And I'm also gonna pick out Joe Root here. Eleven to one for Joe Root. I think he's the glue that's gonna bind England's charge together. He will bat sensibly while those around him bat with a little bit more of a cavalier attitude. So I'm gonna split my stake. Five on Johnny Burstow at nine to one and Joe Root eleven to one. Ollie, how are you investing in this market?
2: Uh, I'm with you. I, I'm perhaps a little bit biased because I've seen Johnny Bairstow from, from when he started his career at Yorkshire. But I, I really think that, like you said, this tournament is going to be his sort of champagne moment. And um, I've gone for him as the leading run scorer. Um, like you say, he opens. There's going to be plenty of opportunity for him to to rack up big scores, and him and Jason Roy are just a formidable partnership. But um, sort of like the first bet, I'm I'm a little bit indecisive on that because of the sheer amount of talent that's on show. So I've gone with four on Bairstow, but then I've also uh, I'm going to split my remaining six, so three each, uh, three on David Warner. Uh, I like what I've seen from him so far in the warm ups. Uh, and three on Aidan Markram is a bit of an outside bet at 40 to 1 because I really like what I see from him. And if South Africa somehow make a, a deep run into the tournament, then I'm sure he'll be at the heart of it.
3: So if Akash gets his wish and South Africa win this tournament, Aidan Markram's going to be part of that, isn't he? So that's not a bad shout, that. With all of the, both the run scorer and the bowling market with Paddy Power, you can get each week terms a quarter of the odds, one, two, three, four places. So uh, there's a chance that you can maybe. Just each way some of the bigger shouts and uh, have a little bit of a chance. Let's move on to the bowling markets, chaps. It's my pick to go first in this one. Top of the uh, markets with paddy Power. Jasper Bumrah, 12 to one. Adil Rashid is 14s. Trent Bolt is 14 to one. Cahiso Rabada 14s as well. Mitchell Stark, Pat Cummings are both 16 to one. Joffre Archer and Chris Wokes are in there at 18s, as is Rashid Khan. For me in this one, I can see the benefits of uh, taking some of the, the just bit bummers of this world, but I think the spinner is going to play a key part in this World Cup. So I'm going to split my 10 units on this initial prediction between the two Rashids, Rashid Khan at 18 to 1 and Adler Rashid, who is in the market at 14 to 1. I think those two are going to play a big part in the group stage at least of this World Cup and the thing about Rashid Khan he might play for Afghanistan, they might not make the semi-finals, every chance they, they might not make the semi-finals but he's still going to play 9 games so in this market he's going to play 9 matches so you've still got to shout, it's not like he's going to be ejected from the competition after Afghanistan lose 2 games so Rashid Khan I think is a very very good play in this market. Oli for you, where are you going to put your 10?
2: I'm going to go mostly here with KG Rabada I think he's sort of coming of age at 24 and he's primed to have a, a real proper breakout tournament here obviously given Stain's going to miss the first two games at least he's going to be the main, uh, main strike bowler is Rabada. And in theory he should be effective on all, all pitches because he bowls with genuine pace and, and good variations. He'll take wickets at the beginning and the end of innings but I'm hedging my bets again here thinking that if, if the pitches dry out and they age then you know Adil Rashid's definitely going to have something to say. We've seen the way that he's, he can rip through a tail end so um, I've gone with five on Rabada uh 14s I've gone with Three on Rashid At 14s And I've also gone two On Mitchell Stark Because again If australia had gone And won the tournament Then you've got to reckon That he's going to be One of the key figures In that
3: Yeah Big fan of Mitchell Stark He he can cause havoc it's a, The ball does move around I mean what we've
2: seen so far
3: Or in recent years In England Is that the ball's been Pretty much docile Secondary Very much so Towards the bats But uh, do, you, do you see A chance for the seam As Akash in this market Are you
1: playing spin as well? Uh, I'm playing a mixed market. So I'm going on bowlers who are in form. So my favourite going into this would be for Jaspreet Bumrah. And then I would go next with Patrick Cummins, who I think is a surprise choice by many standards. Because I think for Australia to be in the semifinals, I think it is key for Patrick Cummins to come in form and not Mitchell stark And then I would go with my next bet for Kavis Urabada. So my three would then be Jaspreet Bumrah. Rabada would be 4-4-2. Four, four, okay, so 4 for Jaspreet Bumra, 4 for Rabada, and 2 with Imran Tahir.
3: There's a lot of talk, gentlemen, ahead of this World Cup about whether we're going to see a double century over the next six weeks or so. There's a market with Paddy Power. They've got their highest score as being, well, the spread is 177.5. You can go over at 5-6. to six. You can go under at 5-6. to six. We're going to start with you, Akash, on this one. Firstly, do you see a double century? You've got 10 units to stake. Would you go over 177.5 or
1: under 177.5? Over 177.5, because I think there is a strong chance that we could see a 200. Oli, same question to you.
2: Uh, I think it's quite hard to call this, actually, because while it seems very attainable, there isn't one absolutely outstanding candidate to go and do it, rather a few who, who maybe could do it. So I've kind of, I kind of spread on this accordingly. I've gone seven on no and three on yes.
3: No, oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You can't split your stakes on that. They're competing markets. You've got to pick yes or no. Probably. I'm going to ten on no, then. <laughs> ten on no for you. I, I think there's going to be a double century here. I think there's going to come a time. We'll, we'll talk about the possibility of a team total of 500 in a second, but there's going to be a day where the ball rules the bat, but most of the days in this competition, it's going to be batsman-friendly conditions. If you get Chris Gale... Andre Russell, somebody like that, on a small ground against Sri Lanka's bowling attack, for example, then there could be serious carnage here. Rohit Sharma scored three double centuries in his time. I think somebody goes big in this competition. There's even a market with Paddy Power, by the way, for a a player to get 300. I think that might be pushing the boat out a little bit too far. That's 33-1. to I think uh, over the 177.5 is the way to play this. So my 10 is going on that at 5-6. to Moving on then, we talked about, uh, or I mentioned a second ago, about the people talking about, will 500 runs be scored by a team at this World Cup? England hold the world record at the moment with 481 as the top ODI tally ever made. That was at Trent Bridge, wasn't it, just a, a couple of years ago. There's a couple of markets here that I uh, like. It's on the hashtag What's Odds Paddy spread on the uh, Paddy Power website. Any team to make over 450 runs in a single innings in this tournament is priced at 9-4. England to score 500-plus runs in a single innings in this World Cup is available at 16-1. to one. What we're going to do with this 10 units, guys, on this market, you can put all 10 on one of those picks. You can spread your stake between the two. If you went no, it would be heavily odds-on. It to happen because these two things i mean we're asking for a world record to happen for the 500 plus to happen for england so i'm going to give you one to two odds on if you go no or you can take nine to four on any team to take over make over 450 runs in a single innings or you could take the 16 to one on england to score 500 plus runs in a single innings in this world cup now i'm going to go first on the selection here i do think 500 plus is a distinct possibility in this world cup if it happens there's every chance it goes to England because England have been the you know, trailblazers in terms of the big scores of recent times. I'm very tempted by that 16 to one. I have to say, any team to make over 450 runs in a single innings, I think, is a great bet at 9 to 4. Some, there's some fantastic markets available on this World Cup. I think that as, as 9 to 4s go, that is a really good bet over 450 runs in a single inning. So I'm definitely not going to take the odds-on price of neither of these to happen. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put six units on the 9-4 for a team to make over 450 runs. And I'm going to put the other four on England to score 500-plus runs in a single innings in the World Cup at 16-1. to one. Obviously, if England do that, both of those bets are a success. I'm going to go with you, Ollie. next. How are you going to play that?
2: Yeah, just what you said at the end there, I think if you get one with, with England, then um, then you've, you've got both, haven't you? But I think England are definitely the most likely team to score 500 plus, but I just don't think it's going to happen. So I'm steering clear of that, uh, but I think a team will definitely score over 450 for all the reasons that we basically mentioned before. So I'm going to go all 10
1: on a team to score over 450. So that's a 9-4 shot for you. Oli, Akash, how are you going to play that? Well, I'm agreeing with Oli this time also. I think there will be a side who will score above 450. Looking at the teams who are going to be playing at Trent Bridge, it might be West Indies or India who are going to be scoring over 450. I don't see a 500 this time around. I don't think anybody will oh. score above 500.
3: Okay, so that's how we're going to play that market then. I'll tell you what, you two are ganging up on me a little bit here, aren't you? I'm going different, Which, which to me, if I'm right, will mean I romp home in this competition that we have between the three of us.
0: The listeners to the Cricket Badger podcast have gone up by 580% in the last 12 months. Thank you so much for all of your support for the Cricket Badger podcast. And if you want to advertise on the show, well, of course you can. You're more than welcome to play your part as the podcast goes from strength to strength. we get in front of a lot of people out there it's a real opportunity for you to put your business in front of the cricket world get in touch with us cricket badger at hotmail.com become part of the cricket badger family
3: the next market we've got two markets left guys before we, uh, we finish our preview of the world cup which player will hit the fastest 50 of this world cup 2019 i looked at this market last night and i tell you what there is some serious choices to be made here because there are some big hitting batsmen in this World Cup, we saw Andre Russell absolutely dominate the Indian Premier League just recently. Yeah, Andre Russell, six to one favourite to uh, get the fastest fifty in this World Cup. There's some big hitters around him. As I say, you've got uh, Josh Butler, thirteen to two second favourite, Hardik Pandya, who also had an incredible strike rate in the IPL. He's nine to one. Chris Gale's ten to one. Glenn Maxwell's ten to one. Johnny Burster is 12-1, to 1, but the list goes on and on. There's some value further down, I think, in this market. We'll start with you, Akash. You've got 10 units to uh, spread around this market. If you want to spread it, or well, you can go for one particular player, who do you think
1: is going to score the fastest 50? So I would spread my bet into two players. One would be Andrew Russell, prime favourite, coming in at number 5 and number 6. I think he's going to be scoring runs at, at blazing speed. And then my second choice would be Josh Butler. I think Josh Butler has a, I wouldn't say an outside chance, but I think he has a real opportunity to score the fastest fifty.
3: So on there, Russell six to one, Josh Butler is thirteen to two. Akash, has picked the two favourites in the market. Ollie, where are you going to go?
2: Yeah, I, I think like you said, the the value seems to be further down the list on this. Um, but I'm going to go. I'm going to stick five on Russell at six to one because he's just raw power and he's, he's going to be absolutely, absolutely explosive. And I'm going to stick the other five on Jason Roy. Um, I can see us having a game. England. The power play have been absolutely sublime as of late, and I can see us having a game where you know Jason Roy absolutely tees off during that period and gets, say, a 20 ball 50 or something like that. So, the other five on Jason Roy.
3: I'll tell you what, every time I've looked at this market, I've changed my mind, and I'm going to do so again. I can totally see why Akash and Oli have taken Andre Russell at 61. He is firepower on legs. He's incredible. If he gets going, then he makes mincemeat of any attack. But I think the value is further down. I'm going to put three of my ten on Andre Russell because I don't think it's wise to ignore the man and because if he does come off, he wins this market. But further down, Hazratullah Zazai, Afghanistan, top-order player, left-hander, he doesn't look much of an athlete, but he hits the ball seriously hard. He will come out and he will swing from the hip from the off, he's 25-1 to 1 in this market. This is my outside pick of the tournament. Hasratullah Zazai I 25-1. Seven of my units go on him to score the fastest 50 in World Cup 2019.
2: You're working PR for uh, Cricket Afghanistan or something like that. I'm than happy to if they want to pay me.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: OK, then, Chats,
3: to complete our pre-tournament selections ahead of this World Cup 2019, we're going to look at the player of the tournament market. There are so many good players in this list. Any of them could win it. Yeah, you know, that's that's the uh, problem that you have when you back a market like this. But jo- Johnny Basto is favourite, seven to one, Virat Coley eight to one, Jason Roy, David Warner, Joe Root are all ten to one, Stephen Smith is 11s. Adurashi twelve, sharma Sharma's twelves and Joss Butler's 14. That's the top end of this market. Um, Who shall I start with for this one? Ollie, you can go first here. Ten units to spread around these guys. Who do you think could be player of the tournament? What would be your rationale for picking them?
2: Uh, this is, this is as you say, this is really difficult because the top sort of 15 names are all what you would consider star names and any of them are capable of kind of winning the tournament for their team on their own. I'm going to stick with sort of Yorkshire Pride on this one. Uh, I'm going to go five on Bear at 7-1. to one. I've picked him as the leading run scorer and if England go all the way, then, then he's going to be right amongst it. I'm going to go five on Rashid at 12-1. to one. Again, if England go all the way and it's the bowling that does it for us, then, you know, Rashid's going to be right amongst it too. OK,
1: to see the logic in that. Akash, how are you going to play it? I'm going to split it again between Virat Kohli and Steven Smith because I think most of the times we've seen Player of the Tournament going to a batsman, and this time also it's not going to be surprising to see either Virat Kohli or Steve Smith going to bag the Player of the Tournament.
3: So five units
1: on each one of those. Virat yes, Kohli eight
3: to one, yes. and Stephen Smith at eleven to one. For me, I totally agree with what you just said, Akash. This goes to a batsman to me. I think this is going to be a tournament dominated by the blade. Usually, Player of the Tournament goes for a team that goes for a player that at least is in the final. I think the final will be between England and India. So I'm looking for an Englishman or an Indian. If India win this tournament, then there are two men that will steal headlines. Potentially three. You've got Virat Kohli, you've got Mahendra Singh Dhoni, and you've got Hardik Pandya, who are in the mix for them. For England, I mean, Morgan's got to be a, have a sniff because at 14-1, to 1, he he's the man that's going to lift the trophy if England get that far but I'm going to go with two players here and split mistake five on each one. I'm going to go with Josh Butler at 14 to 1. We all know what he's capable of. If he does that a few times, then he's going to be in with a shout for this one. Same rationale as you, Ollie. Joe Root was my pick to be the top tournament batsman at 10-1. to 1, I think he provides quite a bit of value in this market as well. So Joe Root at 10-1 will be my second pick in that. That concludes our predictions pre-tournament. All that's left for us to do is to now look at some of the matches coming up in the next week of this World Cup. We're finally at the stage where we can start looking at who's going to win matches and England take on South Africa in the first game on Thursday. England starts as 4-9 to favourites to beat the South Africans. South Africa are 7-4. to four. Purely because you picked South Africa to win the tournament. Akash, I'm going to start with you on this one. Is this where South Africa's quest for glory
1: starts? Do they win this one at 7-4? Oh, I'm expecting South Africa to win this. Because if you look at England's top order, that's that's going to hold them key, right? And then when you're looking at uh, South African bowling, the likes of Rabada, the likes of Ngidi, if they pick wickets at top, England are going to struggle in the middle overs. And I certainly think South Africa have a chance.
3: I'm going to come back in there because I
1: think you're talking clap-trap, man. The um, English team,
3: have basically, they're back down to number 11. The reason England are better than any of the other sides in this competition is because they can afford Thank to them. lose two or three wickets at the top of the order because they still have plenty of firepower to come. They play a 50-over game as if it's two and a half T20s. England, I know are short at four to nine, but England will have too much for South Africa to me. My stake goes with England at four to nine.
2: Ollie? Yeah, my stake's with England too. I think um, we're going to want to make a... Big impression in the tournament, Kern razor and you know, as you said, we bat so deep that I think we're going to. I think we're going to take this one.
3: Next game that we're going to talk about, West Indies against Pakistan, which is Friday's game, nine to ten. It's a pick-em on the uh, bookies with this one. For me, I'm going to take West Indies. I think West Indies have a real chance to get quite a long way in this tournament. So my take goes at nine to ten on the West Indies. Ollie, where are you going?
2: I'm going with the West Indies too. I'm going with the West Indies on on this. Um, been impressed with them in the warm ups so far, Pakistan have lost ten ODIs in a row coming into this, and I expect them to continue to struggle.
1: Akash, I'm on the West Indies board as well. I think they have a really good chance beating Pakistan. All
3: three of us in agreement. Then West Indies to win at nine to ten on Friday. Saturday's games, we've got two on Saturday. It's a double header. New Zealand take on Sri Lanka. New Zealand are three to ten favourites. Twelve to five for Sri Lanka. There's only one way of playing this one. New Zealand. I think could make the last four. Sri Lanka are going to finish
1: bottom. 3-10 to ten on New Zealand. It's short, but it's short for a reason. Akash? Oh, I'm going with New Zealand and Australia in the two games. New Zealand favourites, Australia favourites. Okay, so you could double those
3: up if you wanted to on on Saturday. Three to ten for New Zealand, one to nine for for Australia. Short, but if you think they're going to win, then it's uh, you know winning bet is better than nothing. Ollie, New Zealand Sri Lanka. You on the Kiwis?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh,
3: Afghanistan, Australia. We've had Akashi's speak already. He jumped ahead on the Saturday. I'm taking Australia as well. I think it's. Uh, an obvious pick, the 1-9 on them. I think Afghanistan will cause a few troubles, but I think Australia looked pretty decent in the warm-ups. Would you take them too?
2: Uh, I'm surprised you've gone against your boys, Afghanistan there. But, um, yeah, <laughs> Australia Australia in this too. I think, you know, it is definitely um, it is definitely that price for a reason on both games. I think, uh, I think Australia and New Zealand will take these.
3: OK. I'll tell you, one of the ways to play Afghanistan, you mentioned that I am their cheerleader. When Rashid Khan comes on to bowl, then play unders on the runs per over because what, Opposition players will do is they'll try and maximize their hitting against the rest of the Afghan bowling Rashid Khan is quality They will then try and play him out a little bit So I think there's the ways of playing unders on the overs while Rashid Khan's on from one end And that might actually bear you some dividends in play as you go through that market Sunday's match South Africa take on Bangladesh South Africa are 3 to 10 12 to 5 for the Bangladeshis I'm taking South Africa 3 to 10
1: and with Akashi's side Akash I guess you are as well. I'm doubling my bet this time. South Africa, to win it easily against Bangladesh. You're going to play a
2: joker,
3: are, are you
1: going to go double stakes? Yes, I'm going to double it. OK, and Ollie.
2: Yeah, South Africa win this, yeah. I think Bangladesh might cause an upset in this because they sort of have a history of doing so at World Cups, but I don't think it'll be this game.
1: I
3: think Bangladesh and Afghanistan might come into their own towards the end of this tournament. If they play on some used pitches, that might work to their favour, but I think initially you're right. I think in, in the early days of this World Cup, South Africa should win that easily, 3-10 to for them. Moving on to Monday there, in England are back in action. They're taking on Pakistan. They know that team well. They've beaten them a lot recently, 2-7 to on England. I'm taking my joker on that game. I'm taking double stakes on England to beat Pakistan and to continue their winning
1: ways in this tournament. Akash? Oh, I guess I I have to go with the safer option. I think England are going to beat it's going to be a close contest, but I think England are going to end this. And Dolly? Yeah, I'm
2: surprised you've gone with the Joker on that one, to be honest, because um, yes, we won 4 nil in that ODI series, but a couple of the games were really close, and I think Pakistan have shown enough that they, they could maybe cause an upset against us, uh, but I don't think they're going to. I think we're going get, to get the win in this one.
3: Five Jokers at our disposal. Me and Akash have already taken one off our tally so far. And Tuesday's match, Afghanistan take on Sri Lanka. Now, this is bottom-of-the-table clash, isn't it? This is a potentially, you know, in, in that bottom-of-the-table market, this is pivotal. Right at the start of this World Cup, Afghanistan are 9-10, to 10, Sri Lanka are 9-10. to 10. The bookies cannot pick them. I'm going with my boys. The Afghans win this one. Oli? Uh,
2: I'm going with Sri Lanka on this, but I'm staying well clear of using the joker on this as well. I think it's very hard to call and the odds reflect that, but I'm going with Sri Lanka for tournament
1: experience. And Akash? I agree with Oli. I'm going with Sri Lanka. I don't see the chance of Afghanistan going to be the experienced side. And the final game, we record these uh, podcasts on a Wednesday.
3: So next Wednesday we'll be, we'll be talking probably while Bangladesh are taking on New Zealand. We have two games that date. South Africa take on India. South Africa 11 to 8 and 4 to 7 for the Indians, Bangladesh and 9 to 4 against New Zealand 1 to 3. Start with you Ollie those two matches. Where are you going to go with South Africa India?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with India. That's purely a gut feeling. That actually could go either way and I think South Africa're quite a good price in that, but um I'm going to go with India. And then the Bangladesh New Zealand game? Uh New Zealand. New Zealand for me. I think they're, they're better adapted to the conditions and they've got the bone and the batting to steamroll A team like Bangladesh.
3: I say tell you what, if you if you fancy the Kiwis, they've got a reasonably easy start, aren't they? On paper, anyway, in, in terms of this World Cup. They've got a couple of, what should be, fairly easy hits for them as they start their campaign.
1: Akash, where are you going to go with those two matches? The first one is, is, is a really difficult one. Split between my heart and my mind, but I guess India are going to edge South Africa. So South
3: Africa to win the, um, the tournament, but India are going to beat them in the group stage. Four to seven for India. Mm-hmm.
1: Bangladesh, New Zealand. I'm going to go one side, New Zealand. I'm
3: going to take India and Bangladesh to win those two games. Gentlemen, that concludes our first World Cup preview podcast. We've gone through pretty much everything there. There's not a lot left. Have a look at the Paddy Power website. There's loads of special markets and loads of ways in there. Don't forget as well, gambling is about fun. You don't have to follow our picks. You can make your own. You don't have to have a bet at all. But if you do have a bet on the ICC Cricket World Cup, gamble responsibly. Holly, Akash, thank you. See you next week. Thank you very, very much. Again.